And let's go ahead and dig in. So last week, and we'll just kind of do this as a quick review, last week in the first lesson, we really spent some time digging into intuitively what an information business looks like. And, of course, the reason that we did that is that so much of the information out there that you consume that's out there to kind of teach you how to build this kind of business focuses on the tactics. So there's there's so much focus on, you know, this kind of sales page or this kind of email and this kind of product. And what happens is so many of those branches, so many of those forks are actually unnecessary in building your business or they are something that you would add on in the future. And what I dis I've discovered over year over the years is that many people don't make it with their online business because they spend their time building the add-ons that they think are supposed to be there and they never get to their foundation. I've worked with folks before that have had a business for three to five years online. They're not making much money, if anything. They're not changing many lives, if any lives. They've spent three to five years of their life trying to build the business and yet they don't have the simple foundational pieces in place. They don't have a giveaway so that folks will trust them. They're not writing a daily email so that they can communicate. They don't have a simple product so folks can test the waters. And they don't have a squeeze page so folks can become a subscriber. And the truth of the matter is, you can have all the other parts of your business. But if you don't have those key parts, you don't have a business. It'd be kind of like having a coffee shop, but there's no shop. So, you know, let's just say, and this will even be hard to imagine because if you think of a coffee shop, you're thinking about a building with a sign on it. So let's invert that. Let's say that your coffee shop is a building and it has a sign on it. And it's got tables for people to sit at. And uh, there's stirrers and there's, there's even half and half and sugar on a counter so that you can add it to your coffee. But there's no coffee. There's no cash register. There's no barista. There's nothing. You can't buy coffee at the coffee shop. They have all the bells and whistles. They have Wi-Fi. They have chairs. They have beautiful music piped in. They have cups. There's no coffee. That's what most people's businesses look like in their, when they're getting started. And my guess is that many of the folks, not necessarily you, but many folks hearing the sound of my voice today have basically an empty coffee shop. You may even have a site with some content on it. Maybe you've made some videos. Worse yet, you've spent money in the past driving traffic. You've bought special software in the past, but you don't, you don't have the coffee and the cash register in the Bristol. I hope that what I just shared with you, obviously in conjunction with the training I gave you last week, in conjunction with some of the material that you've been looking at and studying for me, and that as you've been doing the work in the last week, you've had some aha moments. You're like, oh, wow, got to get this foundation in place. It's so critical. Okay, so last week was all about the intuitive. It's really giving you that intuitive feel for the web business. And then I gave you instructions for writing your central document for your web business. Now, I didn't call it that. I called it the giveaway for your squeeze page. And you went out and you created, in the last week, your giveaway for your squeeze page 
but I want to introduce you to something new. If you didn't cheat, so if, if you took what I gave you word for word and literally, when I said go out there and make this deep and study it, it can be generic for your topic, but it's going to be deep and you're going to study it and you're going to give people for free what they'd have to pay, pay for anywhere else. You're going to educate them. They're going to get a full instruction for whatever it is that you teach by downloading your free guide. If you did that the way that I described for you, you essentially have an operations manual for your entire business. That's right. Because I used the, the example last week of 17 categories. Now, I could have used it as 12, I could have called it 5, I could have called it 99, but I just called it 17. For many people, it's 10 or 12. I'm going to continue to use the designation 17. Why? Just because I like it. I could randomly pick any other number, but I'm not going to. I like 17. You know, if I made it 23, some of you might be overwhelmed, and if I made it 7, some of you might not write deep enough. It's 17. I like it. I want you to imagine now that your business has 17 departments. Let's say you teach karate. One of the things that you teach is beginners. One of the things that you teach is push-ups. One of the things you teach is punching, kicking, breaking boards. I don't know what else you do. Wax on, wax off. I don't know what else happens in karate. I've had like one karate lesson in my entire life. Wish I'd have done more, but I haven't. 17 components to karate. And you did a detailed article on each one of those 17 components, so you have 17 pages or 17 chapters in your giveaway. That document is the overall basic manual for your entire business. You could create advanced products simply by taking one article from one topic of, set of the 17 and going deep. You could create advanced training. Let's say you created the 17 pages. Let's, let's, do, let's go back to karate. So one of the pages or articles was on punching. So now you say, okay, great. Now I'm going to break punching down into 17 categories. What are the 17 things that you need to know about punching? Now, if I, if I studied karate, I would imagine there are 17 different punches or more. There's probably also ways to protect your body. There's ways that you, you curl your fist. There's angles and there's directions. And there's good things and there's bad things. You punch something wrong, you break your hand. You punch it right, you break it. And of course, this could be for anything. It could be for gardening. There's 17 different types of flowers. And here's what you do is you take whatever that is and you break it down into another 17 and then you've got a choice now. You can write another chapter on each of those 17, and instead of being a free doc, it's a paid doc. That's your first product. And because there's 17 chapters, each chapter of which in your main document now, remember I called it your giveaway doc, but now I'm calling it your main doc. If I'd have called it your main doc last week, you'd have gotten overwhelmed. Well, maybe you wouldn't have, but many people on this call would have gotten overwhelmed. But if I call it a giveaway doc, you were able to wrap your mind around it, and so you did it. Now I want you to convert in your mind that this is now a main doc and it's your giveaway doc. It's still going to be your giveaway doc, but it's also your main doc. It's the doc you look at every single day in the morning to ask yourself how you're going to build your business. 
Because now with 17 chapters, you have 17 topics you can create, 17 products for. And each of those products can be an ebook. And a 50-page ebook is a respectable product if it goes deep. You know, if you're just copy and pasting and blathering on, then no, you can't sell that. But if you go deep on each one of those topics, that's a product. Maybe you create manuals that go along with each chapter. That's, those can be part of the product. Maybe you create audios or videos like you've seen me do. That's part of your product. Okay, today's lesson is not about teaching how to create a product. I'm giving you that as background because I want you to see the format of your whole business. Now I want you to look at your website. Let's say you say, I want to put some content on my website. Well, you're going to have 17 departments on your website, right? And remember, that could be 12 or 23, but it's 17. You could have 17 departments on your website. You could have a, a department for punching. You could have a department for kicking. You could have a department for push-ups. You could have a department for joint development. And you could write 100 articles over time for each one of those departments. You could create forums over time. You could create videos over time. That's not going to happen overnight. And I want to say something about overnight. A lot of you are modeling your business. You're trying to model your business on somebody's business that's been around for 10 years. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is if you look at somebody else's business, you're like, oh, they have 1,200 articles, and they have 100 products, and then you just get overwhelmed, and you're like, I can't do it. you got to start where you are at, which is right here, right now. You've got your giveaways on. Okay, so the very first thing that we're going to do today is we're going to create your squeeze page based on your giveaway doc. Now, many trainings that you've perhaps done in the past, they've been the opposite. They make you write your squeeze page. First, I've always done it that way, too. If you studied some of my other trainings about squeeze pages, I've always taught you to write the squeeze page first. But for this class, I decided to do it backwards, and I'm really glad I did. Because now that you've written your doc with no expectation about the squeeze page, all you've got to do is leaf through your doc. Let's say you wrote a 40-page doc or a 50-page doc. Just leaf through your doc and jot down five main things that you talked about. You probably talked about 50, so just, just find five. Find five and write them down. Those will be your bullet points on your squeeze page. That's it. Okay, now, take those five bullet points and just ask yourself, if I were to write one sentence that described all of the bullet points, what would that be? So instead of... Uh, So instead of using karate as an example, I'll use gardening this time. So you've written your 17-chapter gardening document that we're calling your giveaway talk. And there's, you're going to look through and you find five big bullet points. I'm just going to name them off the top of my head. I'm not writing them down, so they might not be the same if I name them again in five minutes. But one, one uh, bullet point is... What is the difference between annuals and perennials in your uh, climate zone? What is the ideal planting time in your zone? What's the best way to fertilize? What's the best way to make your roots grow? And what's the best way to have vibrant, beautiful plants? Okay, so those are my five bullet points for the squeeze page. I've got a 40-page doc. I've got five bullet points. That's it. Okay, now again, five is a number I pulled out of the air. Uh, incidentally, I usually use five. 
because three or four just doesn't sound like enough, and six or seven starts getting confusing. So for me, it's five. Now, for you, you might think, well, four is confusing. Let's leave it at three. It's your business. You can do it any way you want. Now, obviously, if you do it your way and you don't like it and you see other people doing it different way, you can make some tweaks. But you don't just have to run your business just like everybody else does just because they do. That's one reason so many parts of my business look different than other people's businesses because I don't do a whole lot of copying what other people do just to do it. Now, I might say, oh, I like that component. I'll try it for a few weeks. Most of the time I end up doesn't outperform what I'm doing, so I just go back to what I was doing. Those are your five bullet points. So what is a sentence that might cover all those bullet points? That sentence might be, discover the five key aspects to gardening to make your garden the envy of the neighborhood. And you do that same thing with karate. Discover the five key aspects of karate to make it easy for you to go from zero to hero in 90 days. Let's say you teach list building. Discover the five aspects, the five keys, five secrets, the five hidden keys to list building that will take you to 1,000 subscribers in 90 days. So, all my headline is on my squeeze page is describing my bullet points. Notice I'm doing all this backwards, right? Because most instruction says write a headline, then write your bullet points, then write your giveaway. We're doing it different. We wrote the giveaway. You already wrote the giveaway. So now you're going to write five bullet points based on the giveaway. Now you're going to write a headline based on the five bullet points. And what this is going to do, folks, is it's going to make your message entirely congruent. Most people or many people, when they're writing their squeeze pages, there's no congruency. Their headline doesn't match their bullet. Their bullet doesn't match the, the, the giveaway. So people get the giveaway, and they're like, what? That's your squeeze page, folks. Now, there's one line of call to action that you could add, and that is download my free manual or download my free document. Or download my free ebook. There's no right words. Do whatever you, however you want it. Download my free manual that will teach you these five things plus much more. Enter your name and email address in the box below for immediate download. That's it. That's it. That's your squeeze page. And obviously, in that, you know, underneath that copy. You're going to go into your autoresponder account, no matter who you use. You're going to copy. You're going to create a web form. You're going to follow their directions. There's so many autoresponders out there. I don't need to give you directions. They all have their own directions. So you're going to create a web form, and you're going to copy and paste the HTML code or the JavaScript code into your squeeze page. And then when people type in their name and email address, they will immediately go to your download. That's it. That's your squeeze page. That's assignment number one for this week. You're going to get more than one assignment for this week. The second assignment for this week is whether you have a list or not, whether you have an autoresponder or not, you are going to begin writing a daily email every day. Now, I could have tricked you like I did last week and had you write a giveaway doc that's really your overarching manual doc that's still your giveaway doc, but I'm not going to. I'm just telling you what it is. Now, some of you are going to say, I can't write emails. Well, fine, write articles. Because what's an email? An email is an article that 
I hit send on. I mean, think about the emails that you receive from me. Do they look like typical emails that you get from marketers? I sure hope not. Usually, I wake up in the morning, I think, what, what can I teach my peeps today? What can I teach my people today? What can I teach my subscribers today? And it's usually based on some thought I've had in the last 24 hours. Say, so where do you get these thoughts? I, I like what I do. I really like what I do. And so I think about it a good bit. If I get an idea, and sometimes I'll jot it down. I have an idea, something I can teach. And so I just write an article, and it goes into the email, and it that's the email. That's it. So every day, for the next seven days, you are going to write an article that can be an email. And you're going to put it on a document. And then when you, when you have your autoresponder, of course, if you already have it, you can start putting them in. But if you don't have an autoresponder yet, it doesn't matter. Because you're just going to have a document that has seven emails in it. And so then when you have your autoresponder account, you just make your first seven emails. You just copy and paste those emails in. Now, some of you might say, well, you know, what am I going to write in the article? I don't know. Write another article about one of the 17 topics from your giveaway. You wrote 17 articles this week. You can write seven this coming week. Or, better yet, take the 17 chapters in your ebook that you wrote, pull one of them out, and make a list of 17 ideas that you could write deeper on from that one article or that one chapter, and write one article per day that becomes an email from that list of 17. That'll keep you going for 17 days. That'll keep you going for 17 days. Folks, I hope I'm making it simple. And I know that some of you right now are saying, but Sean, but what about this? But what about that? Why do you keep saying 17? Why? What about that? Should this be more complicated? I took a really complicated course one time from a really complicated mentor, and, and he told me I should do these thousand different things, and, well, I never got them done. But that's the whole idea. You see, when I was starting my business, I did it simply. Simply. There's no bells and whistles. There's no confusion. There's no complexity. There's no complicatedness. There's none of that. All you got to do is write articles. And my way doesn't have to be the way. But you have to find a way to write an article every single day, preferably before you do anything else in your business. And I'll tell you why. Because your brain is more creative when you first sit down to work than it is after you've answered 50 emails and responded to 50 social media requests. Because what happens is you become reactive when you're answering questions. You become reactive when you're in social media. And once you become reactive for the day, it's hard to, to knock it. You can take a nap and wake up and start over. Sometimes I'll take a lunch and I can come back. But I'm, I'm usually never able to be as clear-minded as I am before I'm reactive. Sometimes I'll answer email in the morning, usually only because there's something that I needed to do in email and I still don't have the willpower to ignore all emails except for the one that's important as soon as I see them. Sometimes if I can go in and just look at the search bar and type for the person's name that I need to communicate with and not see anybody else's emails, 
I can not do it. But usually once I see a few questions, I'm like, I can't not because they're there. Like if a dog comes over to my, my chair and starts scratching, you know, it's real hard for me not to try to find out what's going on. If she hasn't had a walk in a day, she wants a walk. Or if she hasn't eaten in 12 hours, she wants to eat. It's real hard. So my advice to you is very first thing that you do during the, each day is you write an article. And I want you to imagine that you just write this article every day, and after a while it's just second nature. You could put those articles on your website and on your email campaign. Oh, wait, Sean, but what if somebody reads them both? Who cares? The truth of the matter is I have a lot of articles on my website. I mean, I've probably got thousands of articles, at least a thousand articles on a few different websites that I've created. How many have you read? Five, ten? So that means that out of the thousand articles out there, I could just copy and paste 990 of them into the next 990 emails, and you probably wouldn't know the difference, and you've been following me for a really long time. So if somebody's brand new on your list, and you have a thousand articles on your website, and your, your emails are articles from your website, does it matter? They're not going to know the difference, and occasionally they might read something as duplicate, but maybe they needed to hear it again anyway. Some of you here are hearing something again anyway. I've taught it before. You've learned it from somebody else before, and you're learning it again. And you're going, oh, wow, now it makes sense. It didn't before. So it's okay if somebody reads the same thing twice. Okay, so those are your two assignments. I've given you step-by-step -step for creating a squeeze page, and... I'm instructing you to write emails, and I'm not giving you step-by-step -step instruction because there's nothing special about it. You're just going to write a page or a half a page about some topic in your niche. That's it. You say, well, Sean, isn't it more scientific than that? Well, once you've been in business for a few months and people start asking you questions, you can start answering their questions. Once you've been in business for a few months and you have, have a few hundred subscribers, you can start asking people what they'd like you to write about. But at first, folks, you just have to guess. It's kind of like, let's say you went to the store and you bought a new dog. You bought a new dog, and the new dog, we're going to call the new dog, dog. Dog. You bought dog. You bought dog, and dog's three years old. See, if you buy a puppy, you just teach them what to eat. You just teach them how to eat whatever you buy them, right? But if they're three years old, they've already decided what kind of food they like and what they don't, right? You buy dog, and you can't talk to dog because he doesn't talk. He barks, but he doesn't talk, fortunately. I wish my dog talked. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe she'd whine all the time. I don't think so. I think she's a reasonable dog. So you bought a reasonable dog, but it can't talk to you. It can, but you don't understand its language. And if you do understand its language, I'm worried about you. So what do you do? You go out and you buy brand A, and you feed it to your dog. And if the dog throws it up, then you go get a different brand. A different brand, the dog eats it, and then it comes out the other end in 10 minutes. Uh-oh. The brand two, two won't work either. So you try like seven brands. You finally find a brand that dog likes. It doesn't come up the front way. It doesn't come out the back way. It doesn't give him gurgles. It doesn't, nothing. He likes it. You just trial and error. Well, when you're starting your business, you have to guess. You know, it's amazing to me. It's sad, really. It's sad. It's amazing to me how many people will tell me that they have been stuck and they can't start their business yet for two years because they don't know what their exact topic is. They don't know what they're going to teach. I didn't know what I was going to teach when I started either. I just guessed. I just wrote about some things I liked and 
I wrote about things I hope other people like. And after a while, I found out what people like and what people don't. Can I tell you a secret? I've been in this business for 11 years. And when I write my daily email, half the time I have no idea if you're going to like it or not. And you know how I know if you liked an email? Because like 25 people write me back and tell me how wonderful it was. You know how I know that you didn't like my email? Nobody writes me back. Nobody. That was a live email. Folks, I've been doing this for 11 years, writing an email almost every single day, sometimes two or three emails a day. Now, could I go into my graph box for the last, you know, 3,000 emails and just repeat the good emails? Yeah, I could do that. I don't like to do that. I like to be original every day. The problem with being original is I have no idea if it's going to go over. Have you heard about the comedians, how they, they get their, you know, they, they get paid good money and you pay good, you go see it in New York City or Denver, L.A. or whatever. And they, they tell like 70 jokes and everybody laughs at every one. What they don't tell you is they wrote 7,000 jokes, they tried them out on small audiences, and they noted what people laughed at and what people didn't, and they threw away the jokes that people didn't laugh at. So even comedy, you don't know before you do it whether it's going to work or not. Now, granted, I've been doing this long enough that I have an idea what people are going to respond to, but I don't ever know that I know that I know when I send an email out if it's a good one or a bad one. I don't know. And yet, as you're probably thinking right now, and you've read a number of my emails, even the bad ones inspire you to think a little bit. Right? And I'm saying all this, and I'm not giving you a formula on purpose. Because I want you to release any stress that's associated with, you've got to write your email in a certain way. It just doesn't matter. All it is is information. Just tell a story, write an article, teach something, Copy and paste it into your email, and bang, you're gone. But this week, if you don't have an email account yet, if you don't have an autoresponder, you can just write it in a uh, word processing doc. Hey, so that's what I've given you so far, squeeze page and a daily email. Those are the two big things for today. I'm tempted to give you one more thing. I'm afraid we're going to really push things over the edge. But I am. I'm going to give you a third assignment. I'm going to give you three assignments. Now, some of you may be thinking, this is Sean, this is too much. This is too much. It is your responsibility to take too much and break it down into manageable steps. I'm working on a big project of my own. I've been working on it for months. I spent the last four hours before our call today doing research for this project. I've gone down a hundred rabbit trails. I'm looking for a very specific type of code. I'm breaking this huge project down into small pieces. And nobody's able to tell me, here's the one thing to do this week. No, I'm going to do like seven things this week. If you're going to grow your business quickly, and if in the next six months you want to have a full-time business, you're going to have to be able to parse the instructions. I know this sounds a little direct and a little harsh, but I mean, if I'm just smiley-faced and nice and then you don't get the results in six months, you're going to look back and say, Sean, I wish you'd have pushed a little harder. So I'm pushing. So there's three assignments this week. Number one, write the squeeze page. It should only take you half an hour. Number two, write a daily article that flash email. That should only take 15 minutes a day. Now, the third thing that I want you to do is outline your first product. 
Oh, now I can hear you now. You're saying, but Sean, I don't know what to create my first product on. You're going to create your first product as a deeper version of one of the chapters of that giveaway you bought last week. I don't care which chapter. I don't care if it's chapter 8. I don't care if it's chapter 12. Just pick one. There's no right one and there's no wrong one. But I can predict that out of the people hearing the sound of my voice today, somebody will be like a deer in headlights, totally frozen, and will not do anything this week because they can't pick. Just don't be that person. Prove me wrong. Don't be that person. Just close your eyes. Ask, ask your wife. Go, hey, guess a number between 1 and 17, and she says 4. Why? And you go, because Chapter 4 is the one I'm going to develop into a full product. That's it. It's just that easy, folks. Because why does it matter? If you don't have any subscribers yet, nobody's buying your first product the first week anyway, right? So who cares? You're going to create product number one, and then in a month you can create product number two, and then in six months you'll have six products. And does it really matter which one you started with? It doesn't. If you're learning karate, does it matter if you learn to punch or kick or block first? Probably you should learn to block, right? But seriously, does it matter? If you're learning a garden, does it matter if you learn to plant pretty flowers or ugly flowers first? Does it matter if you learn to plant perennials or annuals? Does it matter if you learn to use uh, fertilizer A or fertilizer B? No, because by the end of six months, you're going to be able to plant multiple kinds, and it doesn't matter which one comes first. And if you spend the next month trying to figure out which product to create, you're going to be a month behind. So if you're going to follow directions, if you trust me enough to take my word, just pick one. Pick topic four. Pick topic seven. And create a more advanced product. Now, what is that more advanced product? If you've never created a product before and you wrote a 50-page ebook last week that's your giveaway, when we know that you can write a 50-page ebook, just write a 50-page ebook on that mini topic on chapter four. Just go do more research, go deeper, and write Another ebook, but much deeper. And this one's not free. This one has a small price tag on it. You say, but Sean, why do I want to sell for $10? Well, the truth of the matter is, if you're not making any sales, 10 bucks is, is worth more than not. I sold for $9.77. All my ebooks, if I remember correctly, all my ebooks were $9.77 until I'd been in business for about seven months and I'd written about five ebooks. And you can raise your price after that. You've got to start somewhere, folks. And I have discovered that it's far better for a beginner to make $10, $10 sales than to make one $100 sale. Because if you make one $100 sales, you have no idea if that's a fluke. But if you make 10 sales and you personally write each person that bought it and ask them how they like it, and nine of them tell you it's wonderful and one of them gripes at you, then you've got a pretty good idea it's a good training, right? But if you only sell one at $97, and the one person gripes, what does that tell you? Nothing. And if the one person says it's the best book they've ever read on earth, what does that tell you? Nothing. could just tell you that person's crazy. You don't know anything. But if you've made 10 sales, you know something. Far better to start cheap and raise the price. Or can I tell you, I shouldn't tell you this, but I got to now, right? The biggest mistake I ever made in my entire business you're going to say, Sean, I can't believe this. You're, you, the biggest mistake is this simple. Yep, the biggest mistake I ever made in this business, I believe this hands down as I raised the price on my ebooks in month six or seven. 
Do you want to know why I raise the price? I'm embarrassed to tell you. I'm not even sure I've told anybody else before, but would you like to know? I raised the price because I was making over 400 sales a month at 10 bucks. Now, this was plus my coaching, and this was plus other things that were selling at higher prices. But I was selling about 400 at 10 bucks, and I was getting about 5% of those people were just missing their download pages. So I was getting, I don't know, 20 or 30 emails, really irritating email. I mean, their emails, please don't misunderstand me. Their emails, I send other people when I buy something and I don't get it. I know I irritate them. I, I apologize. When I write one of those emails and I, I buy something and I don't get the download information, I write the nicest little email to the person on the other end because I know they've gotten 100 requests that day. And say, I am so sorry to bother you. I must be an idiot. It must be in my spam box and it's self-conflagrated. It, I don't know where it is, but idiot that I am, I missed the download for the XYZ product. Can you please send me another link? Why do I do that? Because I've been on the receiving email end of some hateful emails. And and so that's why I'm pretty nice when I tell people and that I didn't, I didn't get what I thought I was going to get. So I was getting like 20 of these emails or 30 of these emails, and they were just driving me nuts. It was before I had an assistant. They were just driving me nuts. I was spending more time worrying about these 30 people who couldn't find a simple email, and of course you write them back and you tell them where to find it, and they're like, oh, I missed that email because I didn't look at my emails today, and it's like number 57 in my inbox. Oh, I missed that email because I didn't tag you as a special, special person, so you went into my uh, number three priority box folder, and I didn't look in there. And, you know, being the wet behind the ears amateur that I was at that time, I just, I was just like, I was consuming my day with these emails instead of being creative, and I just said, forget it. I'm raising the price on these books. If you want it, you got to pay more. And when I raised the price on the books, the interesting thing was not many, many, not as many people bought, but I made just as much money. But I'd have many more buyers if I'd have just hired a virtual assistant right then. And for 30 emails a month, I mean, I could have probably paid somebody 50 bucks a week and they'd be more than happy, the right person would be more than happy to answer an email a day for me. So that was that's my biggest mistake I've ever made in this business. My business would probably be, I, I'm guessing my business would be two to three times the size it is today if I'd not made that critical error right then. Of course, I've made many other compounding errors over the years, but that error right there, biggest mistake I ever made. Because it killed momentum in my business. And, and obviously, I continued to generate more revenue, but I had to reinvent my business too quickly, parts of the business. So, folks, I tell you that long-winded story to say, don't be afraid to sell at a low price. Just sell more volume. That's it. So that's what you're going to do, folks. The third item you're going to do is you're going to create basically another giveaway except it's not going to be a giveaway. It's going to be your paid product. So your first one was a giveaway of 17 generic topics. Now you're going to take one of those generic topics, go really deep, and that's going to be your paid product. So those are your three assignments for this week. What's the first assignment? Create the squeeze page. It's a 30-minute assignment, folks. All it has is five bullet points extracted from your giveaway doc, one headline extracted from your bullet points, 
with a call to action that says download my free ebook. That's it. It's just that simple, folks. The second thing you're going to do is once a day for the next seven days is you're going to write a, a, an article or an email and just copy it into a word processing document and it, call that document my emails. And in three weeks, you'll have 21 emails, and then when you get your autoresponder set up, you can pop them all in there. If you do have an autoresponder, you can slap them in. And the third thing you're going to do is you're going to create a paid product that if you wrote a 50-page giveaway, does not have to be more than 50 pages. Now, if you only wrote a 20-page giveaway, then, you know, you still might want to have a 50-page doc if you're going to sell it. But no fluff. Seriously. If you get to 42 pages and you're like, well, I've taught everything I know on this topic, don't write another word. Never fill your products with fluff just to make them look bigger because people sniff that out. Seriously. So that's your three assignments for this week, folks. If you allow yourself to get hammered down and tied up by one of those things, you won't finish them all. And if you don't finish them all, you'll be off track. And if you don't finish them all, you won't have a full-time business. So it's, it's, this is a challenge for you as well. You've got to manage your time. Say if you've got six working days between now and next week, you're going to work on the squeeze page for two days. You work on the emails. Oh, emails are once a day for 15 minutes. And then you're going to create the product. So in reality, you should probably write an article email every day. You should do the squeeze page in day one. It gives you five days to create your product. Folks, last week was all about intuitive. Today we've built on it. Today we've made it simple, but we've given you three instructions. You're going to do all three instructions. You're going to do them simply. I want to give you one more piece of advice. Many people get stuck in this business because they believe that whatever they produce has to be perfect. Unfortunately, though, perfect will keep you from ever changing the world. Ever. That doesn't mean that what you create should be trash. But what it does mean is if your formatting is not perfect and it's going to take you five days to get perfect formatting, it's not worth it. What it does mean if there's three typos and it's going to take you a whole week to get rid of those three typos, it's not worth it. What it does mean is that your web pages do not have to be perfect. Remember, nothing you do is final. You can always change it next week, meaning that next week when you have some spare time and you, your eyes are fresh, you can reread the giveaway and you can find the grammatical errors, you can find the spelling errors, but don't let that stop you from producing it today. That, the, the pursuit of perfection is probably the number one killer of innovative ideas in the world. People think they have to be perfect before they let people, they release them. The truth of the matter is, if you write an ebook and it's got, it's got uh, spelling and grammar errors, the people that buy it are going to tell you about them, so you just go fix them. And I'm not saying to just perfectly seed your material with, with mistakes, but what I am saying is it does not have to be perfect to produce it. Now, there's one caveat to that, and that is that the instruction must be good. The instruction must be good. Just like what I'm giving you today. Am I speaking in perfect sentences? No. Am I using some phrases? Yes. Am I saying um and ah or something along those lines from time to time? Perhaps. Do I have some other tick in my language that maybe uh, I'll just use? I said, ah, does that not, I no longer have a perfect recording. Should I start over and re-record all of this? Of course not. But what is important is that the instruction I'm giving you is spot on. 
And I believe with all my heart that the instruction I'm giving you is spot on. And if you'll do, you'll find a way to do everything I gave you this week. You're going to be on track to building yourself a full-time business. And for that, I'm really, really excited.